0: definitely took his barefoot long toenails (laughs) and (laughs) grazed my chin Hey you guys welcome back to nurse talk if you're new to nurse talk welcome and if you are an OG welcome back here on nurse talk we like to talk about nursing trending topics and then we dazzle in a little travel content in there too so if that's something you're interested in go ahead and like and subscribe and keep up with us so today we are talking about patients assaulting
1: nurses family members assaulting nurses anybody assaulting nurses okay we are
0: out here getting our <laughs> <laughs> beep
1: <laughs> beep <laughs> yes for real so we're gonna give you guys five things that you should do in the case of an assault to right. help you guys out and hopefully you never find yourself in this situation but it can happen
0: yeah, has a patient ever assaulted you um i mean they've tried to swing before okay I'm, i had a patient kick me in the neck Remember, we were trying to push restraints on a patient, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, he, he definitely took his barefoot, long toenails, <laughs> and <laughs> grazed my chin. <laughs> I remember
1: that day. Or, um, how about that patient? I think we both had him before, but it was one where he was like, when you're doing IVs or something, he would just kind of reach around and. Oh and my have. gosh, yes. Yes, he yeah. was another
0: one in restraints, right? Yeah. I remember that. But all in all, patients are not supposed to be putting their hands on us. Um, Patients are not supposed to be verbally abusing us, physically Mm -hmm. abusing us. This is not a part of the job. This is not what we signed up for. It's not included in our hourly rates. Um, Yeah, because you wouldn't go to the grocery store
1: and if they're out of milk, (laughs) punch the cashier in the face, right? That that doesn't make sense. We should be safe when we come to work and we should feel safe as well. Right. Well, that brings us to our first point, never accept violence as part of the job. A lot of times we tend to brush things off and say like, oh, he didn't mean it. Right. Or, oh, she was drunk, like something like that. But that is not okay, regardless. Right. All right. This is stuff that would not be tolerated in the outside world. So it shouldn't be tolerated inside of the walls of the hospital either.
0: Very true. So one thing you should do if in a... SALT does take place, I would file a report, make sure your your supervisor knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was a witness there, make sure the witness is able to leave a statement, maybe um, call security at that time too. Mm-hmm. So it's all kind of logged when what time the whole incident occurred, you can press charges on these patients, right? You can I think sometimes a lot
1: of people don't realize that you you can Follow a police report and things yep. like that and take like the proper procedures as if you were you know on the street and was assaulted by somebody so you can take those those steps to piggyback off what you were saying is trauma counseling um a lot of times things happen to people and you don't know how to process it so in order to get help processing um counseling might be a good choice for you yep. Um, it might be something that you don't think you need maybe, but just try it out. See what,
0: see how it helps. Cause counseling does help people. Yeah, it does. The (laughs) assaults that we mentioned earlier in this video, they were confused patients. Yes. Um, it is a different ball game when someone is in the right state of mind and they know exactly what's going on when they're confused, um, patients that are going through withdrawal um cuz they're they're oftentimes hallucinating even though it's not right I'm I think I'm more understanding of the right. situation but what if you're left injured though right you still should report it regardless of what ends up happening with that patient even okay.
1: if they're in a confused state because just cuz they're confused doesn't mean they can't cause any type of injury to you Absolutely. so you want to make sure that you're getting the proper care that you're supposed to
0: make sure you're supporting your coworkers who have been assaulted mm-hmm. that's something like we talked about trauma counseling but Sometimes being assaulted by I mean, being assaulted by anyone can can definitely leave someone with trauma. So that's one of those instances where you wanna make sure that your coworker feels safe. Maybe after that your coworker won't want feel comfortable being alone with patients or certain types of right. patients so um, and that's those are instances we need to be understanding and helpful to our co-workers
1: so another way you can also get involved with assault whether you've been assaulted or not you can advocate for adequate organizational policies so you want to make sure that your hospital or facility wherever you work has a protocol right so when things happen you know what steps you should take in an assault situation right. so you can help help with coming up with ideas and kind of bringing along that process of getting a policy in place.
0: What would be helpful too if something was in place for our patients? I don't think I've worked at a facility where it's like, okay, if you assault your nurse or the staff, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen to you. Right. We've had something like a behavior contract. We've right. Had, I've seen those where you're like patients are just acting. A damn fool. And then they're like, okay, well, you know, you need to act accordingly, but I feel like those never really hold any real weight or any real consequences or anything. But
1: yeah, the contracts are kind of set up to where they, they make this claim that they're going to, you know, kick you out or whatever. But then they keep doing the same thing. Like, they test the waters a little bit, see what they can do, what they can get away with. And before you know it, they're back to the same crap that they were doing before.
0: I did, I have worked with uh, a physician before. It was a urologist. Um, the mm-hmm. patient was so mean to everyone. And it got to a point where he was disrespectful to the nursing staff, the support staff, his team, and anybody else that was consulted. Mm-hmm. So the urologist was like, um we're not gonna accept this behavior so Mm -hmm. if you want our help there's a way to act and if not i will discharge you all right and all and Mm -hmm. he did he wrote in all the patient's notes that the the issue is still ongoing however i refuse to care for the patient because he's not like compliant with our with our standards Um, right
1: well good for him yeah
0: never happened rare occasion
1: which i think it's a matter of being afraid of what the fallback will be like if you discharge a patient and like if a patient leaves ama that's on them but if you discharge a patient saying i'm not going to treat you anymore and something happens then you know there might be that liability so there's got to be some sort of like area where a situation like this it's okay right that you're vindicated in what you're doing
0: because it's not really fair and that's what really needs to happen moving forward we need to be able to advocate for ourselves just as hard as we're advocating for our patients <laughs> these are things that you need to consider because nursing abuse hospital staff abuse has been something that is just too Too common. Yeah, it's been ongoing. Too
1: common. And then I don't think they do enough training. Like, we do the little, like, modules on the computer where it's like, oh, workplace violence, who can you contact? That's all well and good that we know the numbers. But, like, real-life scenarios, just like a code, there's real-life scenarios that you go through for that. What do you do in a situation where you're in a room with a patient that throws something at you or corners you or things like that? What are the rights that the hospital staff have That they can exercise so even knowing techniques for de-escalation yeah that's
0: definitely important so we don't get to that point yeah guys gotta know what's in place to protect you um and you want to do the best that you can to keep yourself and
1: your patients safe right and know it ahead of time too don't wait until it happens to be like what number am i supposed to call and also you can join nursing groups to advocate for legislation um as well which kind of ties into what we said earlier Mm -hmm. but um you know, just like there's petitions to save the wells or, you know, whatever is near and dear to your heart, this too can be something that you advocate for and work with legislation to actually change and... yeah. Um, make repairs to our faulty system that we have right now.
0: So so that
1: concludes patient saw and what you can do in a case that it does happen to you, which we again, hope it doesn't
0: right. tell us the situation that you've been in or you've seen, whatever the case may be, but be a part of the conversation, right. we wanna hear from you. So if you like this
1: video, like this video, and make sure you subscribe and hit the bell notification so you'll be a part of every conversation that Nurse Talk has. Right. So we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.